0: Hello, welcome to the first episode of Sew so Over October. I am Christina P., Tom Segura's wife.
1: I'm Leanne Kreischer, the machine's wife. <laughs> I'm the mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> the mechanic, the shore upper. <laughs> the shore upper of the machine, yes. <laughs> yeah, the
0: maintainer, the um, feeder, yeah. the lever. The luber. The luber, all of <laughs> you above. Um, so we are the other half of Sober up, sober Bobtober. Bub- bub-
1: I can't yeah. talk. I'm
0: so tired. So we're the other half. We're the unspoken half of Um Sober October, and we thought it might be a good idea to start a podcast to see how the other half survives. To through, give it a voice. To give it a voice. To give it a voice. Cause <laughs> damn it, I deserve one. You do, Leon. If all yeah. of the Sober October widows, yeah, um, I would say you do. I do. I fucking do. Yeah. Let's, so do you. Let's talk about. it. You know, I don't know. I, I do. Look, I think you, you and I. We both have road comics. Yeah. for husbands so we're both comedy widows in a sense we take care of the kids when the guys are out it's a lot but people don't realize that the sober october month really wreaks havoc on our home life uh, because they're gone already a lot yeah and now they're gone when they're home they're here but now they're out doing hot yoga for three hours yeah. or hiking to keep their heart rate up for four hours yeah
1: so, or convinced they're dying because they're detoxing <laughs> or like that. Like I am positive I'm dying or I'm now changing the sheets daily because we're <laughs> fucking sweating okay. constantly. So, yeah, yeah. you, you got laundry yeah. quadruples for me. And I do, you know, I don't I do my own laundry. So I don't have anybody that just comes to my house and does my laundry. Yeah. So I'm washing like literally six towels a day for him
0: what wait a yeah. minute the towels yeah from the detox sweats the
1: sweat well no the sweat like hot yoga was like a two <sighs> towel minimum yeah and then he has a towel because he doesn't shower he goes in the pool what so that, yeah he doesn't shower he I, I at some point in the week i have to go you have to put soap to skin yeah like i'm done You wait, because put soap
0: the to skin. pool is chlorine it's yeah. not
1: it disinfects but it doesn't clean
0: well and doesn't it's nasty for the pool to have his sweat and his butt juices and everything okay cool but he's the only
1: one that goes in the pool so you know he can fair enough (laughs) so he
0: comes out chlorinated and he smells like chlorine chlorine. okay
1: and and sweat Mm -hmm. still because you know there's no soap yeah so yeah yeah. Yeah. after a couple days i'm like dude you gotta you gotta put some fucking soap to skin i can't handle it anymore (laughs) that's actually what Uh, i call it and he's like okay got it got it but yeah, and then so there's a towel, there's two towels for whatever he's working out, like he's been doing hot spin, two towels. He has one towel for the class and one towel for the car. Oh my and god. And then he gets in the pool and has a towel. And then at some point in the day, hopefully he has a shower and has a towel. So that's four towels in one day.
0: He can't reuse a towel? No, they
1: no. Oh, you mean you mean he would actually hang it on a hook and let right, it dry right. as opposed to throwing it on the ground outside oh, outside oh. outside, yeah on the dirt yeah well Get we don't have dirt, grass though, right. on sorry. our pavers you
0: guys aren't total trash yeah. no you have grass sorry I i'm thinking right of my next backyard. to the
1: propped up uh, <laughs> truck we throw the towel no
0: sorry. i'm thinking of my backyard okay uh <laughs> so he's he's a, a huge waster of towels and, yes. and okay and then you've got to pick up the towels.
1: Yes, and wash them. And we run out of towels. Like, every two days, I'm out of towels.
0: Okay, so that's just the, the beginning of your suffering. Yeah, yeah. There's night sweats.
1: Day sweats. <laughs> night Day sweats. sweats. It's kind of an equal opportunity sweat fest. It's mm-hmm. just all the time. Mm-hmm. And the first, well, he has about, <laughs> the first five days yeah. are are rough. Because he starts having, like, rolling panic attacks and and the sweating and um, and he's he's like really paranoid. Mm. So pa- th-
0: paranoid about what?
1: He's paranoid mostly about the other people doing Sober October, about Joe and, and, <laughs> and Ari. Right. Like, what are they doing? Well, what am I doing? Well, what are they saying about me? Well, what am I saying about them? Well, what's going on? You know, it just doesn't make any sense. Right. There's a that, that's
0: what people don't I guess see about the other our side of Sober October is there's a lot of what are the in the past i know this this time around we're not doing a competitive component thank god this is a kinder gentler sober october which is fantastic for us yeah but in the past it's been um just first of all my husband's on the phone a lot already but now it's always a flurry of group texts yeah and they're like 15 year old girls like what do you just tell this i heard that so and so (laughs) went to go do this class in their head and da 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 and there's a lot of, yeah. of
1: like, That class is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> it's not really hot. It's only 118. You're like, what? <laughs> Guys, come on. Right. There's a lot of like oh. behind
0: the scenes of, you know, the gossipy or the whatever, the drama. The drama. That we have to deal with. So he gets paranoid. And does that kick up his competitiveness? Does he go into overdrive?
1: He goes into panic. Yeah, Like his competitiveness in Sober October seems to come from like a panic place of Mm. like, I'm going to lose and I'm going to get my ass handed to me when we do the wrap-up Sober October. I don't want that happening. Um, Like when he does all this Mickey Mantle stuff, when he's like doing a marathon, you know, last minute, it's very different because he's kind of competing against himself. Mm. When he's competing against these guys, I always feel like, I may be wrong about this, but I always feel like within that four-man group dynamic, mm. he's the he's the dog that gets kicked most often.
0: Interesting. So
1: I feel like I feel like.
0: Um, Why do you say that? What do you what do you who, who's doing most of the kicking? What do well, you I see? don't know who's
1: doing most of the kicking, but I always feel like he's he's the guy that gets picked on, sort of, mm. or at least that's how he feels sometimes. I think so. He doesn't want that. He he does everything to avoid right getting picked on. Well, I think shame. Um, especially with the
0: weight loss challenge, the one that our husbands right. did, the Before Sober October, um, the fear of shame is a powerful motivator yeah. in these competitions, and um, it worked great with our husbands uh, when they lost weight. <laughs> Yeah, but um, I
1: guess I just didn't shame enough at home because the weight all yeah. came back. <laughs> <The> way- <laughs> you know, so I didn't go, you yeah. piece of shit. Yeah,
0: you need to put the boys on him. You gotta get a... Pizza? Gonna, really? <laughs> again? Really? Yeah, how fast did he put the weight back on after the first weight loss challenge?
1: It wasn't super fast, but it definitely... You know, the road is really hard. Of course, it, yes. I don't know how anybody stays in shape on the road. I don't yeah. know how you do it. It's
0: damn near impossible.
1: So yeah. that's what happens. He just went back on the road. And yeah. so you, you know... You're eating at 2 a.m. and it's never healthy. It's just really hard to stay healthy. Even if he's healthy all day, he blows it after his show. It's just blown
0: yeah really? that's how i am all day i'll be good i'll good, and then the show ends and i'm like all right i'm gonna drink a little bit of this oh those nachos great exactly. and then it's 2 a.m and i'm eating nachos in bed yeah and i'm watching house hunters yeah i would be
1: the same way
0: disastrous yeah you're bloated you come back you're just a mess so i get that too
1: and your clock's off and when you don't sleep <sighs> well or consistently you you hold on to weight you know it's a big vicious cycle so yeah
0: it's a lot so it's a lot so you've got it sounds like bert because my husband i'm the sobriety stuff isn't that big of a deal for Tom I think what Tom's very competitive uh, again we don't we're not doing a competitive thing um so I think it, it makes me upset to see him worried about losing you know what I mean I, yeah I, as, a, as a wife you don't want to see your partner stressed out or right. like oh my god I gotta go do I have to go do this thing right now right and I think too like in our family it's I have We have two small children. I have a three-year-old and a one-year-old. Right. And they were even younger. Before. <laughs> last time. So it was like, dude, I, we have like babies. Yeah. And he would have to go hike the hills for four and a half hours to right. keep his heart rate above a certain level for the thing. And I was like, dude, <laughs> it's like they're completely checked out for the month of October and yeah. we're left to do a lot of the heavy lifting yeah. with the children and the, the house Maintenance, and right?
1: It's a it's a lot. It sucks. It it do, well, it doesn't. I'm. It's, my life's pretty much like that all the time. He's pretty yeah. much checked out, and I do the home maintenance yeah. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't change for me. But I know what you're saying. To have two small kids, I probably would feel very differently about it if my kids were the age of your kids. Like right. my kids are are very self sufficient, so nothing really changes for my schedule where they're concerned. Like I'm, I don't need a backup to go. He could organize his day so he could still pick up after softball practice, which right. is different, you know. That would be really hard. Yeah, it's terrible. It, and the, plus, too, so they yeah. don't get to see
0: their dad as much, which yeah. um, which obviously upsets. I hate that. I don't like that. Totally, because yeah.
1: they're home all day. When my kids were in school, Bert would go do his stuff while they were in school. So right. as far as the kids were concerned, they just knew Dad was a, a head case. Other than that, <laughs> they didn't know anything else. He didn't really affect them. So I can see how that would be really hard. So
0: what are you dealing with? normally versus so we got the towels we know that the the panic attacks <laughs> the, the towel's anxiety. pretty normal but the yeah
1: what happens during sober october for bert is he starts panicking before it starts about how he's going to manage um flying sober
0: oh right um,
1: that's a, and that's a legit phobia of fear for it bert is for many
0: years yeah. for many years
1: he yeah. handles flying medically he doesn't yeah. handle it sober So he starts freaking out. Like he started freaking out about his flights last week Mm. uh, before anything happened. He's like, how am I going to fly sober for the month of October? And I keep saying, well, you've done it for two Octobers in a row. So why do you think you can't do it again? But his brain doesn't work like that. Mm. He still is just like, he's a catastrophe thinker. So everything is about, there's a catastrophe. It's coming. Here comes a catastrophe. (laughs) Where's it coming from? How do I manage this catastrophe without booze? How do I do it? Yeah. But he always does. So the thing to me that I wish he would learn about Sober October is that by probably 10 days in, he's really grounded. Interesting. And he's really solid. Um, and if he would just remember that like every year or even when he's had a long you know week or two or three or four of drinking a lot if he go you know actually i'm good without doing this i think mm-hmm. he would he would not be so panicked when we come up on this every october
0: yeah that's true because i don't know if you've ever had a problem with like eating or drinking like i i go through phases where i get real chowy like I'm always snacky and then like I feel a bad feeling and I'll be like I should have a piece of like I should eat Uh something um excuse me I mean I don't have a problem I'm an alcoholic or whatever but I I do yeah and I'll start to be like I I gotta have my drink at the end of the day and just that thought of like I have to do that thing to feel calm inside Mm -hmm. really bothers me because when I stop doing that behavior and you calm the fuck down Mm -hmm. and you just get centered again you're like oh yeah I don't really need right that impulsive or or, sorry compulsive thing Mm -hmm. to feel calm and capable Mm because that is kind of what that is isn't it like i'm not capable on my own to handle this i got to do something external right yeah
1: it's a type of a coping mechanism Right, right exactly it's a learned coping mechanism so you can learn to cope in a different way but it's hard to realize that you know Taking a deep breath. Oh, I
0: hate taking can deep breaths. Can do the same
1: thing as drinking a glass of wine. <laughs> oh, if, no. You know, it can.
0: It can. No, I know. You're right. But, but it sucks. But it, it can. It sucks, yeah. So what does he do during the month of October when he's flying?
1: He just white knuckles it. <sighs> yeah.
0: He doesn't have any coping strategies?
1: No, he won't. I, you know, I've tried to uh, help him with that. You know, to, to say, why don't you go see somebody who can tell you how, you know, give you some tools and he's not interested in that he I think he really believes that that part of his brain is tied to his comedy to how he writes yeah all
0: right sure I see so that. he
1: doesn't want to mess with it so I kind of <laughs> get it but yeah time I go I don't think deep breathing is really going to mess with your comedy. no
0: I think that's the fear a lot of comedians have is that if I fix me mm-hmm. then I won't be funny anymore right and here's the good news is that <laughs> that messed up part of your brain, that <laughs> fundamental wiring that the cro- the wires are crossed at, you're always going to have that.
1: Yeah. It's yours. It's yours. Yeah, you're it's, welcome.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. It, that's you it. always have that trauma or that whatever stuff. Yeah. You're just learning how to like bypass it yeah. in, th- in therapy or whatever. To. Yeah. Yeah,
1: When you need to. Yeah. So he,
0: rest assured, you'll always be a little screwy. Uh,
1: they ain't no fixing that boy. That's no. That's for sure. No. No.
0: I, I Hypnotherapy. I've tried that. I've, I've quit smoking with that. I've done He's not into not any into of it. that, now. Okay. I
1: mean, okay. he goes to see a therapist from time to time, but, um, but he always comes away thinking he knows more than that guy does. <laughs> oh. You know, always. Oh, I know where he does. Oh, yeah. That's, that he doesn't know what he's talking about. And I'm like, then why do you keep going back to talk to him? Hilarious. So, whatever. But the Sober October for, for me at my house is a lot of mental emotional shoring up right of the first few days is he's really detoxing and I say you're detoxing so you need to know that your thoughts are not accurate like everything that's going on your brain is not is not based on like accurate things that are happening in life right you need to just like muscle through these first five days and then he starts, he's also not a really healthy eater. He, so he's not someone who goes, you know, I'm just going to transition to protein and vegetables. He stops eating.
0: Oh. So
1: that's not healthy either because then your brain's not, I mean, your brain needs food to function. So then his emotional uh, inner life is really screwed up because he's starving.
0: Yeah. Well, he mentioned that he has a fatty liver he does on fatty. the podcast with Joe <laughs> yesterday.
1: And you can barely get a belt around that thing. Have you seen Right. It? <laughs> <laughs> Ah, I've never I've not
0: heard of a fatty liver before I'm not I just never heard of it but he said that um, the weight loss he must lose weight now yeah that it's food related and diet and that he's going pasta free (laughs) what's that what's that mean
1: I think it may (laughs) be booze related I mean just call me crazy (laughs) I think he leaves out what he don't want you to know
0: yeah, yeah. So booze related. What what is his daily regimen that he's detoxing from? Give us a picture. Booze? Of booze? Yeah, just everything. Like what? Why? What is this? What is he detoxing from specifically? I'll tell you Let's what it is. The
1: number one thing is about control. Mm. He's detoxing because he can't decide whether or not he wants a drink. Mm. So in sober October, he has no choice, and that. Is worse for him than being right. sober.
0: I agree. Not having a choice seems yeah. to be um, a big theme in uh, this this uh, installment of Sober October. Is, does Tom
1: feel that way too? He doesn't have a choice.
0: No, um, but hold on. Let, let me let me table the choice discussion okay, okay, for okay. one moment because I want to get into the actual details. Like, what is Bert eating and drinking a day? Like, walk me through his diet.
1: He usually do- he doesn't eat breakfast. He never really has been a breakfast.
0: What guy. time does he wake up?
1: Like on a regular day? Mm hmm. Nine.
0: Okay, so he's up. What time did he go to bed?
1: Probably midnight.
0: Okay, so he's up at nine. So good good nine hours of sleep. Good nine hours
1: of sleep. He usually will get up, go to spend class. I mean, if he's home, he goes to spend class every day that he's home, or he goes for a really long hike. Because um, he
0: does like athletic things. He said that very on athletic. Joe's show yesterday, I, I like to exercise. I like to play basketball or whatever with the yeah. kids. I go bike, yeah. biking. Okay, so go ahead. Yeah. So he goes to do, that's so far so good. Yeah,
1: he's really active in his regular life. So okay. for him to have a challenge where he's got to keep his heart rate up every day for a certain amount. The extremity of last year's was the problem. It wasn't that you had to work out every day like hot yoga. The year before was not a big deal for Bert because he works out almost every day anyway. Right, so it's keeping it there
0: was difficult. I think that was yes, killing it, Tommy. Exactly. It was like, killing Bert. Yeah, it was killing everybody. I think yeah. Joe said on his show that he was peeing blood at some point. <gasps> that's ridiculous. <laughs> well, I remember last Bert time. calling and
1: going like, "I'm at the airport." I'm about to be on a plane for six hours i'm fucking losing today there's no way i can keep my heart <laughs> yes. rate up i'm six hours on a plane yeah. this is terrible and yeah. i'm like well what are you gonna do you can't do anything why don't you walk home try that right right from here what are you gonna do you have to get on the fucking plane yeah,
0: <clears throat> yeah. Well, that, well my husband had the same problem that was the big complaint was being on the road right When well, flying so then they would get to the hotel in whatever city and then get on a freaking treadmill yeah for hours for hours because like watching been movies sitting
1: yeah for six hours in a plane <laughs>
0: So okay so we do yeah. a hot yoga we, we wake up at nine there's no breakfast
1: he doesn't eat breakfast <clears throat> does he drink coffee he does drink coffee
0: he goes to do hot yoga or sorry spin class and that's how class, how long is that it's an hour
1: an hour our class comes home gets in the pool <laughs> um get- <laughs> chlorine <laughs> and chlorine's off it's a dip He's unreal. Okay. He and then dips. throws a towel on the grass. Towel on the grass. Yep. After he threw the two towels from spin class in the floor in my dining room, living room. Sure. Wherever he feels fit to drop as well as all of his wet clothes from spin class, which are gross. Um, and then he sometimes will eat lunch. He's okay. really inconsistent with lunch. If he's busy, he just doesn't eat anything.
0: And what's a normal lunch for Bert? Be honest. Uh, lunch,
1: he does pretty good. Lunch, he tries to be pretty healthy. The wheels come off at like 4 p.m. Because he's starving. Because he just went to spin class and burned 700 calories and has eaten nothing. So he'll eat like a lean piece of protein. No vegetables. Just protein. So it's very
0: sparse. Like he really tries to go hard on the Yes. And then
1: 4 o'clock he's heating up pizza. And I'm like, dude. Oh, boy. If you'd have a, a sufficient lunch, you wouldn't heat up pizza. And then he'll have literally like four pieces of pizza for a snack. And then he'll eat a huge dinner because he's starving. Yeah. And then he has this shame spiral. I totally fucked up <laughs> my diet. I totally piece of shit. Yeah. This is why I can't lose weight. I was so skinny this morning. I'm a fat fuck now. And I'm like, well, dude, <laughs> remove the four pieces of pizza. Right. Right. Just to remove the. If you just remove the four pieces of pizza, I bet you your calories would be on track.
0: But then so what happens is I'm guessing there's a shame spiral yes. and then it's I'm a piece of shit, yes. I'm going to start drinking. Yes. Because because people that use alcohol, I think there's a justification like you have to you have to justify the reason to oh, start well, drinking. Oh, no, that's right? actually
1: not what he does. Oh,
0: okay. Go ahead.
1: His drinking some t- most days when he's at home is about um like a ce- like a celebration like I made it through the day. I get to it's a reward.
0: Right. Okay. So I get for him that it's like a
1: reward like I did it.
0: Okay. I got a good day. I did my spin class, but then I ate those four pieces of pizza, but. Well, that doesn't
1: count in his reward. Okay. Okay. He he doesn't do that. But the drinking for him is like, I had a great show. I sold Uh, out my show tonight. I'm having a drink. That's a reward. mm -hmm. I, um, I went to spin class. I, the, it's almost like the drinking and the food, the drinking and the food shame are not related. Hmm. They're not related. Okay. Um, I think the drinking really has to do with like a little bit what you're talking about with the emotional piece of like um, medicating yourself for for emotional stuff. But I don't know that it's necessarily connected to food because he still rewards himself when he's eating really well. Mm. So that cycle doesn't change. It's not like he had a great day where he ate healthy all day and then he goes, well, I don't need to drink. He, his drink is about, I made it to 5 p.m. without a panic attack, or I made it by 5 p.m. without, you know. Wow.
0: So he yeah. really, I didn't, I wasn't aware of that. So, so Bert really deals with a lot of anxiety, it sounds like. Yes. He the-
1: actually has OCD. Yeah. And he has... Um, a panic disorder. I don't know that Drew would probably know. Dr. Drew would probably know exactly what it is. Oh, he knows. Drew knows. Yeah, I know he <laughs> knows. knows. He
0: knows a lot. And has Hasbro ever been medicated for no. the anxiety? No. Okay, that might be a really neat option. <laughs> Wouldn't it be neat? It'd be so neat. i mean, love
1: it. Oh, my God. I mean,
0: it's, it sounds like, and, and, I'm, and I don't know if this is in line with the rules of Sober October, but maybe some pharmaceutical help and and this might be a really neat time to visit a psychiatrist and see if there's even just a little to take take down that panic and that anxiety um, yeah. I'll tell you because I had pretty severe postpartum depression after m- both my children were born mm-hmm. and I had such overwhelming panic and anxiety I was like I, I white knuckle my entire life dude I've yeah. seen some shit and I've never been medicated yeah. I need help Yeah, yeah. and just to take a little something just to bring it down right. so that I could go see a therapy you know do yeah. better in therapy and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Just su- I don't know. I don't know if he's open. Gee, I've never thought
1: of that before. <laughs> it's really brand new thought. I haven't suggested it either. Uh,
0: yeah. Never, never. Never, yeah. no.
1: Yeah. No, he has a prescription of Xanax and it is a very mild subscription. It's like 0.5 milligrams or whatever. And he takes half of one when he gets into a really, I can't manage this panic moment. Right. And he'll take that, but it's like a like pull the cord emergency moment. There's no management of that, which is what you're talking about. That's what about. I'm talking about. Like, yeah, because yes. there's
0: two forms of stuff you can be on, which is the escape right. hatch drug. Yeah. Which is, I'm freaked out. Let me take a little bit of something yeah. now. Right. Or, or there's the consistent management of ones. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm sorry. I, I hope I'm not insulting you. I, I'm not I, I, like, insulted at all. Okay. Because so I, I legit was no, no. like, hey, there's this thing you can do because I didn't know yeah, for 42 yeah. years. No, I
1: knew. I've been trying to get him to do that probably for 50. Fifteen years at least oh, to try and get on something that would just keep it even. even keel so that he can function well i mean he fun clearly he functions i mean clearly he is a oh, he's a very high achiever high functioning
0: person. alcoholic
1: ocd panic disorder person you know he's yes. high functioning yes but i feel like he deserves relief like i agree it's, it's got to be exhausting To have that every day or almost every day. To me, it looks exhausting because I don't have any of that shit. And the one day that I have some anxiety, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so exhausted. Yeah. So, but he's just, he just will not consider it because he thinks it will alter the way he thinks and how he writes jokes.
0: I got to tell you, I've actually gotten better as a comedian since I started taking.
1: I've told him your experience.
0: Yeah. I mean, I started where my mom's at. I started wearing colors for the first time in (laughs) fucking 30 years. Like. I'm wearing white. Like, right? I, I don't know if you've seen photographs of me in the last 20 years. I wore black for right, a right. long time. Like, right. it's not necessarily. And you can always access the darkness, sweetie. The darkness is always alive. Hey, and comedians. you are preaching to the choir. Yeah.
1: I would be so happy for him if he did that
0: yeah i agree i didn't it's funny yeah i i was aware that he had some anxieties i didn't really get a full picture until what you said and that it really makes me feel bad for him it's like you don't have to live in that level of suffering no you don't uh you brought up the instance of no choice um and I, let's get into the big discussion from this month's Sober October. So for those of you who don't know, let's go through a recap. The first time we did Sober October, it was hot yoga, 15 classes in 30 days, right. as well as a weight loss challenge, right? Yes. I can't remember that part. And they it was whoever could lose the most weight? I think was that, so. Was it? I don't remember now.
1: I, I just I remember. I blocked it out. It, I remember. I remember it being yeah, I remember them weighing in on 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 Rogan's episode. So they must have. Right. I don't remember. How <laughs> which is mean. which to me was
0: always the funnest part is them <laughs> being shirtless and like I think Bert would get down to a speedo Probably. and my husband was shirtless and like <laughs> I actually really enjoyed those those finale episodes and right. I'm sure the listeners do too of watching everybody and, and watching them order pizza and get ripped. which is a special day at the end of the whole journey which i love um that was a grueling sober october uh, for tom definitely i think just the time component not so much the hot yoga classes but that's a three-hour commitment like tom was saying this morning he's like yeah i would have to drive how much time to get to the studio do the class wind down from the class because you're exhausted get in the car come back that's like that's a that's a part-time job yeah is it, really, is it really
1: yeah really it was
0: yeah and then on top of that trying to lose weight blah 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 um and then the second one wait that was the first sober october yeah. right and the second one was to keep your heart rate above a certain amount for the month and that was grueling
1: that was awful
0: and they more they monitored it and they kept track and and i think that was really crazy for them to see how the how everybody was doing all the time right i think that element of like oh my God, today Ari did this well. Or Joe yeah. is killing, Joe is way the fuck here. I yeah. got it. I can't finish. I remember Tom saying, look, Joe's going to get first. I just I don't want to be last. Too. I was going yeah. to say, I said that to Bert.
1: Just <laughs> give it up. Joe's winning. Joe's winning. Let him yeah. win. <laughs> yeah. Do you really need to win? Do you need to win? Yeah. You can't control the fact that you're flying constantly. And he's not. Right. So that he has an unfair advantage. Not intentionally. Right. It Just circumstantially. He has an unfair advantage. Well, he's and he's,
0: he's a real competitive yeah. man. He's really just Nothing wrong with that. Not at all. No. But I think Tom and um, Tom's thing was like, I just don't want to be last. Right. You don't want to be last because right. right. that's terrible. So I forget. the First one, hot yoga. Yeah. What was the results? Who was, was Bert losing that one? I don't, oh, I don't, remember. don't fucking remember. I don't Anyone remember. remember. I don't remember. It's a blur. The point is, the good news this time around, uh, there's no competitive element. Thank God. The gentlemen have to take 10 classes in anything they want, and they have to read 500 pages over the course of a month, which I find hilarious because like, I read 500 pages a week, I think, in high school. Right. But I get it now. We all have time restraints. Yeah
1: we have full, dyslexia fuller lives oh and and bert's dyslexic. dyslexic so for him that's terrible is hard. the worst challenge right hot yoga bring it this is the worst he's like how the fuck am i gonna read 500 pages i was like buy of poetry poetry dr seuss they're isn't short. there some yeah, kind some, of there's got to be a workaround come on <laughs> there's got to be a workaround that's what dyslexic do they that's find right. workarounds. that's right they
0: do they're very resourceful yes. people actually yes so the new challenge is much kinder and gentler. Thank God. Um, Tom is out shooting guns right now at a gun range for his first item.
1: <laughs> I told Bert With I thought a, I should take a real estate class. I think
0: that's fucking brilliant.
1: <laughs> that is brilliant. Uh, macrame?
0: Macrame? I'm not even. Yeah, <laughs> pottery, I love it. Pottery, yeah. gentle things. Um, we were Rock talking, climbing class. Rock climbing. Yeah. We were kicking around painting at our house, which would be totally. awesome. Um... Stripper pole dancing silliness. Oh, I've done I that class.
1: It's fabulous. Is that
0: right? Oh, yeah, yeah. you did. You like that one. Yeah. You said. I mean, look, I love this Sober October. I think, I think this is all intrinsically good things. Um, I yeah. And then your husband's on a diet. He's cutting out the pasta, he said on Joe's podcast, pasta, yeah. sugar, alcohol. So he's really going to be restricting that one. I mean, he's going to be probably cranky. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: He'll be, he'll be cranky. Yeah. Yeah. He'll be, um, He'll be he he gets really rigid in sober October, right? Really, yeah. really rigid. And he kind of expects us to do his rigidity. Not oh not the not the hot yoga, but like, um last night I had a glass of wine. He was like, Are you serious? And I'm like, <laughs> Well, I'm not doing sober October. I mean, and yeah. I never have wine and I've had a rough week. Yeah. So I just want I have like three glasses a month. I oh I wow. want a glass of wine tonight. And he was like so he expects, he's so serious. codependent.
0: He's like, You have to do yeah. what I'm doing. Oh, yeah. That's really codependent. Yeah. I actually drink a lot more in October. I find myself <laughs> self medicating the whole month. I'm like, Fuck you guys. You guys are doing this shit. I'm not on board with any of this. I'll see you later, Glug, Glug. Three glug. hours of
1: hot yoga? Take yeah. this, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? I do.
0: I party hard in you October. Do? Oh, yeah. I mean, party hard for me is too much. Well, glasses. invite me over. Yeah, come on, right? man. Come <laughs> over and drink in front of Tom. Totally. <laughs> Look at this, big boy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I drink two glasses of Sauvignon Blanc. I watch uh, TLC shows and I party. <laughs> That's how mom in bed by nine thirty. That's right. my big night. I'm hungover today. <laughs> now, um, so Tom is he doesn't not a big drinker. Um, he does like to have edibles. Yeah, and I think that it helps him like after shows on the road. Mm-hmm. Like he's, you know, you're all jacked up. You just performed. It's it's so hard. I drink on the road after. I will have a glass of wine and I greet people or whatever. Um, so, I think that's going to be challenging for Tom. Mm. He does get rigid too. I see Tom getting into he loves to, but he also loves challenges. My husband mm. likes this stuff of like, I have to do 10 classes. I got to do it. Yeah, Bert does too. Yeah, they like yeah. that. Um, they I could. hate it. I would be very resentful. I'd be like, look, I don't need extra challenges in my life. That's the way I feel. Yeah. We talk about
1: this with boot camp. Bert's like, you need to go to boot camp. No, I'm I like, don't. I got to pay somebody to yell at me. And <laughs> yeah, I got to pay somebody to yell at me. Yeah. I had my whole childhood yes. someone yelled at me. Me I don't want to show up and go, you piece of <laughs> shit, drop and give me 20. I'm like, I'd be like, fuck you, I'm getting in my car. A hundred, I'm the I same way. That. In fact, the
0: this woman I see who do, trains me for Pilates, I like her because she's gentle. Yeah. And I don't respond well to trainers. I so don't like, either. Come on, you can do it push yourself i'm like fuck you (laughs) then you do it you fuck well because like bitch i've been done i pushed myself out of a horrible childhood i pushed myself into college yeah i pushed myself to be a comedian right i'm a goddamn marine fuck you yeah that's the way i feel i'm a pusher i know what it's like to push yeah i'm all good like life is pretty challenging enough for me on day to day so i don't i don't like this idea of adding synthetic challenges yeah, like yeah. i got a three-year-old i got a one-year-old i have a comedy career that i have to maintain i've got a body that i'm trying to get back well, <laughs> Like, good luck,
1: good luck. let yeah. me know where you find it because I, I haven't found it. mine yet
0: i know i'm tr- I'm, fucking, I'm on all fronts yeah disciplined is a mofo so yeah. you know what i'm saying like mama's gonna drink in yeah. october um but uh yeah he just gets more rigid my husband too in right. terms of like i go it's fucking no i gotta go shoot i gotta go do all this and i i get annoyed i get annoyed quite honestly because i don't i don't like the the rigidity of like having to do 10 or 15 classes of whatever nonsense it's a big time suck blah 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 so let's get back to this idea of choice let's talk about the the big uh jewish elephant in the room (laughs) you know i love you my man ari but we gotta talk some shit right now we gotta talk some shit because ari shaffer get your life you are out of your damn mind, homie. You. So, for those of you don't know, uh, listened to the Joe Rogan podcast yesterday. Um, our friend Ari Shafir.
1: Your dosed. friend, Ari Shafir. No.
0: <laughs> Ouch, sizzle, Burn. My friend, maybe not, I don't know anymore after this podcast. We'll see. Um, our friend Ari, my friend Ari, um, dosed your husband with Molly. He did. During um, a a Bert cast, mm-hmm. Ari. So from when I from when I gathered from the story, Ari came over to your home because mm-hmm. av- that's where Bert shoots out of the man cave.
1: Shook hands with my daughter on his way to the man cave.
0: Oh. who was home? With yeah th- your girls are how old? Just to the audience. Thirteen and
1: fifteen.
0: Thirteen and fifteen. Mm-hmm. And um, so they went in the man cave, and then Ari said that he was preparing shots for the two of them, and Bert saw him kind of with his back to Bert. And he's like, Bert was like, I was filming you, Ari. It was on like in on his Instagram or something. Yeah. And then Ari dosed him with Molly. Mm-hmm. And then Bert said that he drank it and that, yeah, it tasted a little weird, but whatever. And then they podcasted as he was, I guess, as the Molly was coming on. Yeah. And that um, it ensued in severe panic attacks. Yes. And so let's talk about it. Let's talk about your end of that <laughs> okay. story. Okay. Listen to Joe Rogan's show to get Bert and Ari's side, and this is Leanne's.
1: Right, right. Yeah. I just think anybody who uh, comes into someone's house with their kids there and drugs an adult in charge has, uh, th- there's something wrong with that. What? What do you mean? The, totally yeah. normal.
0: <laughs> totally normal, Ari, for I you mean, to come over and
1: dose your, you guys are in your 40s. I know, right? I, not that's not what I kept 12. saying. It's not like you were at a rave. <laughs> You know, you're not at a rave. You're at my house. Yeah. I was cooking dinner for Bert to have dinner with our kids because he was leaving that night to go on tour. And Bert wouldn't come in the house. And I was like, what's going on? He's not coming in the house. I don't understand. He's Why is this podcast going on forever? Um, and he kept going, stay in the house. Just keep everybody in the house. They, they usually podcast inside the man cave. But for whatever reason, this time they decided to do it on like our outdoor furniture.
0: Oh, I think because Bert was saying he was admiring the sunset
1: maybe from <laughs> it was beautiful it was intense that's what I'm he said sure. it was a
0: beautiful and he's like despite yeah, okay
1: yeah no he's really like I just wanted to stare at the trees and I yeah. could not I was like what's going on but I I didn't know what was going on right so um until I invited Ari to stay for dinner I was like I cook dinner come stay for dinner he's like no no that's I'm good I'm gonna leave and then Bert told me and I was like wow there are I mean, Burke could have had a heart attack. He could have had a stroke. That was pure Molly. And he um, he's on blood pressure medication. He's 47 years old. And imagine if that had happened with Isla home. You know, right. that's just, there's just no thought outside of Ari's agenda. There was no like, have the agenda and then get to the place and go, oh, ooh, there are 13-year-old kids here. Right. Oh, wait, this may not be a great plan. Maybe I should rethink this. Right. Like, know?
0: so, so Ari, so Ari leaves and that's when you realize, oh God. No, my- Bert
1: called me in the bathroom and he said, I need to talk to you alone. So he told me in the, he, he, <laughs> he very smartly said, I'm going to tell you something that's going to make you really upset. Oh,
0: so he, <laughs> yeah. he so knew He said, I need on for it. you
1: to put your feelings aside and take care of me. Kay. Because I am having massive panic attacks. Yeah. So I need you to know this before I tell you what's going on. And I was, I was looking at him going, his, his pupils are like pinheads. Mm. What's going on? This Have is... you done Molly before? No, I've never done okay. No, I've never done any drugs. I've just drank. Mm-hmm. Um, I've smoked pot four times and threw up all four times. So I was mm. like, oh, maybe not for me. It's not, yeah. Um, but I knew something was wrong. But I had, I was like, something's wrong. And he told me, Ari just slipped something into my drink, and I had to do what he asked because I could tell he was in, he was really, he was really panicked. Yeah, like he'd been panicking. Yeah, now is
0: not the time to get angry and show him your. No, because he's just hanging on.
1: Yeah. yeah, and because he had to fly also. So oh, he,
0: that's right. the Bert mentioned that too. Yeah, he's he had I like, on a fucking plane that night.
1: And he hadn't even packed because I don't think he expected like a five-hour podcast but and he had a five-hour podcast because he was he was high and he didn't want to come in the house yeah with our daughter so I just feel like that is a really uh, a big line crossed yeah I don't not just dosing my husband is a line crossed yeah especially knowing and, I, and I'm sure there's no way Ari could have known these on blood pressure medication blah 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 but no one does that. Who does that? <laughs> I know. It's like very I, date rapey. It is. It's very date rapey to go, and blook, and now you're under my control. Yeah. You know, or now you're not under your control. It's yeah. very kind of, it's very date rapey. So it's yeah. just, it's just gross.
0: Well, the guys were saying on Rogan's show, what if that had been a girl that you had done that to, Ari? That would be way uncool. Yeah. And um, it's interesting, too, was Ari's reasoning. He, speaking of this no choice thing, he right. felt he was he was resentful towards Bert because now they're imposing sobriety on Ari. So, like, Ari can't go to a baseball game and have a beer because of Bert, because this is Bert's fault. Like, he's, they're wait, saying. Wait,
1: wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Ari's not. Does Ari not believe he can say no to Sober October? Is he, oh, I is see he not point. a. Right. Is he not a mature enough person to go, you know what? I want to do this. I don't think he want. I mean, I, I, at the beginning of the show,
0: Joe put out vodka and was like, all right, who's ringing the bell? And I think Ari, the bell. Ari grabbed it.
1: And then I don't know. So you're right. He could have. Why is that Bert's fault? Why is that anybody's fault other than Ari's? Right. I mean, if it targeted Bert, then in theory, he could target anybody that oh, was yeah. involved in this well, that, to yeah. blame that person for a choice he's unwilling to make. He's right. unwilling to say, I don't want to do this anymore. And I'm out. Well, that seems to me like nothing to do with Bert.
0: Right? It is. Um, it's a. It's a crazy logic. I really can't defend Ari on this one at all, bro. I'm try, I'm trying to understand here, but I think it's like you can't give somebody drugs. Especially adults. That, I think that's kind of the crazy part is like we're in birds 47. Right? I forget how old he is, but it's like, come on, bro.
1: Yeah, it's a multi-layered. Fucking old. What are you doing? It's a multi-layered. Um, we can fall down and break our hips at this age. Right? Like what? Totally. What are well, you doing? I mean, you're on the road together. You're fucking around in a hotel room. That's different. Yeah. He's in my house yeah. with my kid. Yeah, I get I'm that. I'm not cool with that. I not get that. Not cool with that. And I get that. The two uh, negative experiences I've had with Ari had to do with, uh, could have or did affect my kids. Mm. So I don't, I'm sorry, I'm a mama bear with my kids. Of course. And, uh, you can't go in and drug Isla's daddy in, in her in her house. And I mean, he didn't even get to say, he wouldn't even really engage with her at all for the rest of the night to even say goodbye because he was... He was afraid she would know something was wrong, mm. right?
0: Yeah, that, that's heartbreaking that's too. Not okay, because he's gone so frequently, and then to yes. not even be able to like see her children and say goodbye. With, yes, insane. But I, all right, so I'm trying to see I'm trying to see Ari's side, and in uh, good luck. Yeah. So I think I also think before you have children, you kind of don't have that consciousness maybe as much as when you finally do. You know what I mean? Like before I had kids, I don't think I had this awareness of like oh, there are children present, maybe I should curtail, I shouldn't say this, I shouldn't do the X, Y, and Z. Now that I'm, I have kids, I'm real cognizant of like, oh, there's little ones. So maybe is I don't know, not really keyed into that stuff, but... I agree. Had it been done on the road or something where there's no children around,
1: still not okay. Still not fun. Yeah. Still not dosed. okay yeah. to be dosed and to, I mean, it's, it's not still okay. not okay. It's really not okay, man. But it would be not less okay. not okay than it is to do it in my house and and front with my kids home. Yeah, I'd be pretty
0: livid too. Yeah. I would be pretty fucking mad. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm, you know, yeah, it made me really mad.
0: Yeah, I don't blame you. If he did that to Tom, Fuck! I think Tom would just beat the shit out of him.
1: Like, just yeah. punch him. Well, I mean that's part of it too. Is Fun. I think,
0: but then he's high on Molly, so he's like, "I love you, bro." <laughs> like I think that's the problem. Let's but, hug it out. Yeah, Let's hug out our problem. It's ecstasy, right? Like isn't isn't I've done ecstasy? Wait, Nadav, yeah. my millennials here. Isn't Molly just pure ecstasy? Yeah, yeah. it's the same thing. But yeah. what? Okay, so what what was an ecstasy that made it not as rad as Molly? I think meth. Oh, <laughs> that explains it. Yeah. Why was it? Because I it's meth. Isn't isn't ecstasy? I don't I know. Th- I think I ecstasy no
1: was just always I mean, at least from <sighs> like my understanding, drugs. it was like cut with something else sometimes.
0: Yeah, because I remember feeling with when I took ecstasy in college, like you'd have moments of like, woo, life is great," followed by like, i feel dirty. I gotta take a shower. It's inside. The dirt is inside of me." Oh
1: wow. Yeah,
0: and then the next day you're just floored. Like yeah. there's n- there's n- you can do nothing.
1: Yeah, he was he was wiped out the next day yeah. from what I understood. You know, he was on the road so. Oh, it felt really wiped out. It's
0: terrible. It's a tough drug to do. It drains all your juices right. out of your fucking brain. Right. Yeah. I, I, uh, Ari, you fucking, it's, that's a hard one to defend. I, uh, I feel your pain. I'd be, I'd be livid. I would too. I, uh, I agree with you. It 100% is indefensible on this one. to me. Yeah. Um, uh,
1: maybe to, maybe someone else can go, oh, whatever. They were having a good time. Okay. You can totally have that perspective. Absolutely. You're allowed to have that perspective. But for me personally, I cannot find any reason or excuse for it. And I don't believe someone who is a friend would do that to a friend. No No. matter who the perpetrator and the victim are, I just don't think that a friend does that to a friend. So the motivation for it, for him to have a good time, if that's Ari's motivation was for us to have a good time or to punish. Bert, I like think he it said, sounded like
0: revenge. It sounded a little then bit. That's
1: not a friend. Revenge. My, my definition of a friend, I don't really I feel vengeance toward yeah. my friends. Right. Um, and I don't really blame my friends for something I don't want to do.
0: So, you're saying Ari is a sociopath, definitely. Uh,
1: well, I, I'm not saying that. I'm <laughs> There's not. There's the promo. I Ari Shapiro will, is I will a not sociopath. take responsibility for that statement. <laughs> However, I'll say it for you. I would say that if you asked me to go shopping and I didn't want to go, I wouldn't throw my coffee on you.
0: Right? Oh, oh fuck you. Right.
1: Making me go shopping, you piece of shit. I would never do that. I mean, yeah. I think if you can break it down to those very non threatening terms, no one would agree with that behavior.
0: Yeah. You know? No, it's it's it is not cool. Like I I have not been dosed before. I've never been given a drug against my will, but I can imagine it's look especially something as powerful as a street drug, like yeah. like acid or you know LSD, yeah. Molly. It's not like he was given a weed cookie, which yeah, I think we've totally. all. I've accidentally eaten weed brownies. Yeah, as a child, I was like nine, and I ate like three of them. Ah. <laughs> Some fucking slut at a well, pool that party. explains a lot. It sure does. Wow. <laughs> Summer of nineteen eighty four, opening day of the Olympics, and I fell asleep on the couch, and I woke up. My mom made me chicken wings, and it was delicious. So, <laughs> like. Bro, I, I just, I would be so angry if someone had done that to me. I don't, because it fucks up your whole day and it fucks up your whole next day. It's like, you got stuff to do. We're adults here. We're not in, in our 20s. We're like, okay, I missed some some classes at college. Right. Because I was high. Right. <laughs> We're talking about careers and yeah. getting on planes and children at stake. So it's kind of what fucked up. What do you up.
1: think? I don't know, Ari, uh, very well. What do you think if someone had dosed him, he would feel, would he be cool with it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. If you someone know, vengefully know. decided they know. were going to dose him during a business transaction, which is uh, recording a podcast, do you think Ari would be upset by that?
0: I don't. I can't. I don't know. I can't speak for him. I think that he. I don't know. I don't know. He's such an enigma. He's such a complicated dude. I don't know. I don't fucking know. But let's 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 is put he this up. Yeah. I, I've known him for years.
1: <laughs> I mean, he's pretty fucking base. Hey man. Whoo. I think he's pretty simple.
0: We got some beef. This
1: is beefy October. No, it's not beef. I love it. It's not beef. It's just my personal evaluation. That's it. Okay. He's a pretty simple guy. He he goes down to those base kind of like emotions that uh, I think um, maybe mature adults don't deal with. Yeah. So. Well, is there
0: anything? Let me put this out to him then. Is there anything Ari can do to repair your relationship? Nope. Nothing. Nope. You won't accept an apology. Nope.
1: Oh, I've gotten an apology from him before. It was not an apology, but he mm. thinks it is. So what was the in apology? Um, he posted something about uh, we had posted a picture of Georgia on Instagram, uh, and this before she had braces, so her teeth were really all jacked up. And he posted something about her teeth, like nice fucking jacked up teeth ass wife why would you put this picture something like that it was really For offensive. a child and i was like she's 13. oh my that's, god ari. you can't ari, you can't you do doing? that and i got really upset and had Bert pull the picture off and and you know call ari and say you can't do that she's 13 year old girl and yeah. she's gonna read that and that's not cool and you're supposed to be our friend like we know you and our family so you can't do that his apology Was very like, you know, that was a joke, right? Mm. That was the apology. Mm. And I went, I'm good. I don't need anything else from you, dude. Mm. I got you. I know who you are now. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. There's no, like, no ownership that that might possibly have been a mistake. Or that, you know, even to say, hey, I didn't think about it from those terms. I didn't really, I don't have a 13-year-old kid. I didn't think about her reading it. I didn't no, it wasn't that. It was like, you know you're an asshole, right? Ooh, right. You that, know that, that you know felt that a little, you're, yeah. okay. you know it was a joke, right? And I went, Oof, Yeah. I that's... know you're a comedian and I know it was a joke, but if you're thirteen and you read that, it's not a joke. It's yeah, it's it's so pretty devastating. Can you, can you can you meet me here halfway? There was no meeting halfway. And I went, Okay, i good. All right, I know who you are. And yeah. um, that's cool. I don't think I ever interfered with his friendship with Bert ever. I mean, they went skiing together. I never tried to, to make any decision or choice for Bert where Ari was concerned. I never wanted to be that wife. Me. You're better woman. No, me. I would I'm be like, Tom, that cut that fucking guy. No no, out. no, no, no. I feel like Bert is his own person and he can make his own decisions. Yeah. And I, I can tell him how I feel about it, but I can't expect him to behave based on how I feel about something because he feels differently. And he had a genuine friendship with Ari, that I maybe I didn't understand, but I respected, completely respected. Yeah. But this drugging Bert, I just can't. I can't. I don't know how to fix that. And if Bert decides to continue being friends with him, that's his decision. But I sure as hell don't understand. It. You're tapped out. I oh, oh yeah. I don't ever want. He definitely can't come in my house again if he's going to bring an extremely illegal drug into my house when I have teenage kids and drug my, ki- my husband. Mm. Then, no, you can't come to my house. Sorry.
0: Yeah. That's, hey, that's, that's your... a line
1: drawn because that was an illegal activity that happened on my property that affected my husband and possibly could have affected my kids if he had fallen ill or had a heart attack or something like that. I mean, could you imagine if Bert had had a heart attack in front of Isla? Yeah. That would have been really bad.
0: Really fucking bad.
1: And I know it was not Ari's intention for it to be that bad, I'm sure, but but then that's where I kind of have to draw the line. If Bert, it's not my business what Bert does with Ari. That's his business, but... I can definitely let him know how I feel about it.
0: Yeah. Hey, man, everyone's entitled to how they feel about things. And you're a protective mama bear, as you should be, yeah. of your family. And I can't say that I would feel any different, honestly. Like, if, if he had done that to Tom in our home, I would be fucking livid. Yeah. Especially around our kids. You don't want that shit in your fucking house, man. It's, it's know? not
1: okay. Um, um, For the record, yes. it's not okay. It's not okay. And, and and yeah. uh, Yeah, it's not okay.
0: It's not okay. Would you accept Ari will to accept his apology would you ever talk to him about it no no we're not gonna okay no not today I don't, blame, today. You. I don't I mean, blame you maybe 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 the finale of our so over October because we are only doing this podcast once a week maybe for the grand finale we can have Ari come in and <laughs> apologize I and don't know he can know. come in and talk to you talk, oh, oh and
1: I will be at home
0: okay Ari <laughs> right. hey this is an invitation you're you're welcome to come defend yourself Ari Shafir if you want to not with Leanne here all right um have we is there anything so this year's predictions um yeah
1: i was thinking maybe we
0: go through each person you say their strengths their weaknesses where you think <laughs> i think we, I,
1: that's not a good idea right now i think we're <laughs> gonna say let's start Oh well, ari can one. dose everybody and then he can take the lead <laughs> oh there he is. i
0: think um listen i think this year in general i think it's um I think it's a productive way of doing Sober October. I'm really proud of these guys that they've taken the competitive stuff out because I think that was really like, it was funny to watch them torture each other. Yeah. It was fun. And I think, oh, one thing we haven't even brought up is the wonderful sort of ripple effect that Sober October has on listeners yeah. and how this really does help a lot of people out there stop doing whatever it is they're doing, losing weight. It motivates people to follow what our husbands are doing. And I yeah. think that's really cool and special. Me too. Yeah.
1: I think so too. We were saying before the mics came on, you know, we don't have anything like, you know, who shot JR. Right. and there's This like cultural, everybody's doing this one thing all at the same time. And I think even though everybody's not doing Sober October, there not is a, me. a community. me, drunk as shit. Not, not me either. <laughs> but there is a community of people who hitch up to this every October. They yes. look forward to it. They can't wait for it. They count down for it. They, they get hammered September yeah. 30th, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, And then jump into October. It's really inspiring.
0: It is inspiring. Yeah. And I think that that's really cool. Me and I too. think that, I mean, at least Rogan is a big inspiration to a lot of dudes out there in Absolutely. general. And I think it's really responsible of, these guys to, uh, to do this once a year, as much havoc as it wreaks on (laughs) us, on them. It is, um, I think it's an inherently good thing. Me too. Yeah.
1: It is a good deed done. Yeah. And you know, it's nice. They've moved kind of from competition to achievement, right? Yes. It's about achievement, which really is a great thing, you know, to do in life is to say, I'm going to this month. Yes. Do this one thing and make sure I've achieved it. How much intrinsic, like you said, positive self growth that promotes? Yeah, really absolutely.
0: Great. So they can take different classes, right? Or do they? Uh, or end up in, in one thing. Oh, or no. I think it's that you can't take more than three of the same class. Okay, because I didn't. I wasn't clear on that. Because I think Joe was like, maybe it would be good to do a lot of one thing oh, for okay. mastery but i don't know yeah cool more than three great i'm excited to see what both of our guys do what everybody shooting. does shooting so far no shooting idea. guns sounds really intrinsically valuable why you need to learn about that don't you just know how to do
1: that <laughs> no. I mean, he's from florida right <laughs> he's from florida
0: i love shooting guns i grew up with guns in the house my yeah. dad would let me shoot bb guns as a little girl and yeah. i've gone to sh- done ranges here in la and i it's, it's a good thing to know if you got a gun in the house especially how to fucking use it absolutely i imagine you shot a lot growing oh, up and got
1: my first gun when i was eight. Oh, listen have fun <laughs> 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 yeah. i got my second gun when i was like 15 then i got yeah. my third gun when i was 21 so yeah special I grew up with guns yeah Thirty-eight special, 38 <laughs> special yes <laughs> <laughs> that's it it's a 38 special i still have it
0: <laughs> i love it i love it so yeah. um yeah and even joey diaz i saw him talking to ari on um his podcast and joey was like dog it's a good thing to take a month off
1: <laughs> even the jews yeah. what is it
0: what do you jews do this month
1: yom kippur is it yom kippur shoshana just finished what is yom uh, yeah, kippur yeah leon knows she, uh, uh, it's, it's the
0: it? day of atonement the day of atonement you know you
1: go and uh, you repent for all the sins you you, you did repent. this whole year yeah. you
0: don't eat you don't do anything for the whole day Oh, for one day? Yeah, from uh, I think it's from sundown to sundown. Oh, okay, sundown to sundown. We Mm -hmm. don't do so. It's a, it's a. You're lucky you just do
1: it one day. Baptists have to do it every Sunday. Ew, repent, repent every Sunday. Every Sunday you have to repent. Oh my God! And
0: and Ramadan's all month. Full of them. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then Ramadan, the Muslims, they do a whole month of. Of uh, fasting during the day and then blah blah blah. So this is a time of reflection, yeah. of of asking for forgiveness, <coughs> Shaffir, of <laughs> of thinking of how one conducts oneself, yeah. maybe how to improve oneself. Um, so what will you be doing? This are you gonna are you getting sober or are you gonna drink? Uh-huh. I'm drinking. I don't I'm, give a fuck.
1: I, I don't drink enough to matter. So right, I don't really drink. Enough. I don't. I, when I say I drink, I have a glass of white wine at night. And yeah, I, yeah, yeah. But go
0: ahead. So are you gonna are you gonna read with him? No, you gonna- I'm not
1: participating in that. I mean, I read all the time anyway, so that's not a challenge for me. I read probably four or five books a month. Good for anyway, you. Anyway, but um I'm doing a challenge with on my podcast, mm-hmm. Wife of the Party. Wife of the Party Where yes. we I feel really out of um, like super disorganized and really overwhelmed all the time. So two girlfriends and I decided we would like try and uber organize our month like meal Mm, plan the whole month like like, that um designate a certain purpose for each day um and, and stick to it as well as we could and i started like checking my emails only three times a day and like that sounds amazing it's been i'm on like i started september 30th and i'm like where did all this free time come from i literally am like sitting on the couch going i haven't sat on my couch like in daylight In years. And just compartmentalizing the email thing has been amazing.
0: Well, because the the inclination is to compulsively check your email. I know I do the
1: same thing. Yeah. And it's stupid. It's terrible. But what I thought I'd do is at 830, I'd sit down at my computer, read all my emails and address them. And then don't look at it again until right after I've eaten lunch. Brilliant. And then I read them and address them and then do it again right before I start making dinner. Brilliant. And then everything's handled because really does it matter between 8 and 12? And I put a little disclaimer like under my signature that says I check emails three times a day. If this is urgent, just text me. Smart. So if anybody needs something, they have my phone number.
0: That's a very great what idea. Think. What a, what an inspirational. I like that. Your idea Thank is you. to also reclaim your own Time, your yes. own sanity. I think I'm gonna adapt this for my October. I'm gonna continue to drink in October. Yes, but um, I have to do a lot of housekeeping. There's a lot of bullshit yeah. that we accumulate. We get a lot of swag from venues or from, you know, whatever people send us things. I want to declutter the house. I want to get organized too. I'm gonna do this with you. Can, you I, can people? Podcast. Yeah,
1: I will. Can people do this with you, ladies? Yeah, we I invited them to do this with it. We invited them to send us like go-to menus. I mean, or, or go to meals, uh, Ooh, I love it. cook, um, any other organizational tools that they may use that they it. think would fit into this um, plan. But yeah, so far I'm on what day three. I can't believe how much free time I have. And I'm, I'm, the thing is, Monday's my like errand day. So I buy groceries for all the menus I've planned for the week. So I'm going to the grocery store one day a week instead Mm. of like four. Yes. And then I go, okay, tonight we're having tacos. You already know. So what day is your planning day? Monday? You plan the week's meals. No, I plan 30 days of meals already. Wow. And it took me, no joke, it took me half an hour. Wow. Yeah. I I thought this is going to be like my entire Sunday. And half an hour I just went down because I kind of compartmentalized it. We have Blue Apron. Yes. So I know two days a week I have Blue Apron. One day a week I have to pick George up from softball really late. So that day a week I need something I can just like pop in the oven or like a crock pot something or something like that. Crockpot's
0: the best. I do a lot of that. You can put a whole damn chicken in there, put some veggies around it, turn it it on set it and forget it for hours and it's the best dinner. Yes. Yeah.
1: And then I'm doing Taco Tuesdays and Friday night's pizza night. So that's five days a week is just five
0: or seven pieces of pizza and then everyone else ordered half his life. Yeah.
1: So we have leftovers. (laughs)
0: Well, I got, I'm, I'm on it. All right. I'm, I'm, it's cool. And so far, I yeah. can't
1: believe how much it has stress. It's relieved. I can't believe it. Just planning your life. Just plan, and, just sitting down. Yeah. And cause my friend Kathy was like, I heard this podcast where this woman plans 60 days and I went, mm. she's out of her fucking mind. How <laughs> could you plan 60 days? That's insane. Yeah. And I was like, so let's just stick to 30 and see how that works. And I was so shocked how easy that was. It was huh. super easy. And then like. My Mondays are errand day. I volunteer a lot. So Tuesdays, Volunte- I deal with all volunteerism stuff. I didn't even know you did yeah. that. Wednesday, I try to book all my doctor's appointments on Wednesdays. Smart. Thursday's like an open day. So if anything overflows. And then mm. Friday's called a deep think day mm. so, or deep work day. So anything I, I I keep putting off, I kind of stop and do that day. And I fit something in that day called the power hour. Mm. So in that one hour, I have a list of shit that I just can't seem to get done. Like there's a light bulb out in George's room. I can't seem to get changed. And there's like this one thing I need to drop off at the UPS store. So mm. that hour. Always. There's always that, a package. There's always something. Thing so for out. that one hour, the power hour, I just go through that list of stuff I can't seem to get to. That's not important. Something that doesn't have a deadline. And then for the rest of that day, I work on something that's for me, that's creative. Like I want to start... Um, writing a book. So Lovely. on Fridays, that's everything goes off and that's the day I do that.
0: I love this. And, and what about your weekends? you have a day of rest? The scheduled? weekends
1: I don't schedule at all. is just open free. for whatever. Do you,
0: but yeah. do you have a day of rest at your house? Sunday. Something. We have
1: Cyber Free Sunday where I love it. everything is off. Well, the TV's not off, but everything elect- electronic is off on Sunday. So the kids Great. have to do homework on Saturday because most of their homework is online. Mm-hmm. So that Sunday is just unplugged and i'm amazed at um, how happy they are they're really happy yeah
0: i agree it's so. um, it's a, it's essential to not look at your device like even i get a, i get depressed even picking up the phone like oh am I, I don't want to fucking look i don't want to text and you know how yeah. frustrating it is to even text sometimes cuz then it auto corrects you're like no i meant to say fucking not ducking <laughs> and then you have to go back again and just the frustration, I feel, of operating my phone. It's nice to take a break. Yeah. So I like this. Check out Wife of the Party to follow Leanne on her plan-tober. It sounds like what you're doing, right? Sober
1: mom-tober. Sober mom-tober. <laughs> that's what Halston named it. I was like, I don't know if I want to align myself with sober October. And he was like, trust me.
0: That's a good idea. That's sober good mom-tober. I was I like, it. okay. Uh, I will not be sober in October. So if you would like <laughs> to join me, I'll be drinking a glass of Sauvignon Blanc <laughs> nightly as my husband does his Sober October stuff. But I will be organizing and decluttering. I'm going to check out what you girls are doing. I yeah. think that
1: sounds cool. Any last thoughts, Leanne Ann Kreischer? No, I'm just, the hat. I've battened down the hatches for this month. And I'm hoping, <laughs> I'm hoping it goes well for Bert.
0: Yes, and send her some free towels. Because God <laughs> knows you guys need a lot of towels. We go through some towels. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Tom's a towel guy too. He um, is, but yeah. does he hang
1: them up when he's done with them? Mm, yeah, I have to say oh. Tom is
0: pretty like he's he puts his underwear on the floor, but so do I. Like Tom and I are about the same level of slovenliness, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, um, he's okay. He's pretty decent that way. Yeah.
1: Well, what about you? He's a workaholic, but you know. Any no last thoughts for you for Tom for this month? <laughs>
0: I you know what I wish for my husband because he works so much. Mm-hmm. I wish there was a chill tober. Oh. I, I want I want a rel, or uh, maybe December is usually the month we take down yeah. because it's so quiet and showbiz. Yeah, for him I want an enjoy life tober because oh. I feel like he works so mm-hmm. hard and especially now like with the touring and he's getting, mm-hmm. he's gearing up to shoot something and I just see like I, I listened to some podcasts where they talked about early deaths in men, mm. and men um, and the link between Alzheimer's and working hard their entire lives. Oh, men really? don't get enough sleep yeah, generally and um, it wears down your brain and it can lead to all kinds of health issues. So I want to keep him around and I hate that he feel like he never takes a down like a truly down day. Like, right. I sent him to the spa on Monday because I was like, you're you're too much, bro. Get the fuck out of here. And I just sent him to the spa. But, um, yeah, I just wish he would be able to unplug a bit more. Yeah. Like, I want to throw the iPhone in the pool. I want to throw all our iPhones, to be fair, in the pool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I feel like I get that for men, the stress to be, like, the breadwinner is a
1: lot. Right. Well, I think they feel, it. too, like they need to strike while the iron's hot. You know? Especially it, in our business. Exactly. Yeah. If If... If the work is coming, you just can't say no. Right. And that's a really hard place to be in because then in in a lot of ways they're right. You yeah. you can't say no. You start saying no and everything starts dissipating. You have to get to a really big level. So that you know, like Jerry Seinfeld or somewhere where it never really goes away. I think they I think Bert feels that. Too that he needs to eat shit, cash checks. That's what he saying. <laughs> He's been he saying that shit for shit a cash decade. Checks. Eat shit yeah. cash checks. That's what you do. So yes, but I, I hear you. I feel that way too. I feel like he needs some time off. And how? Yeah. My question always is, how are you taking care of yourself? That's in this? the big one. How are That's you taking? That's the big one. It doesn't have to be anything huge, but it has to be in, an intended. I'm taking care of myself by doing whatever: yeah. getting a massage, going to the spa, taking a nap. Um, yeah. you know, Bert's really good about taking naps and I always think good, Yeah, you know, your schedule's so ragged mm-hmm. that good, go take a nap. That's mm-hmm. really good for your body. Yeah. I never, ever, I'm like, Oh, you're taking another nap. Yeah. I think that's, that's how he's taking care of himself.
0: Yeah. So Tom's not a napper. I wish he would because I do worry. Mm. I'm like, you got to, you got to lay down, dude. <laughs> she comes in with Bert. I know. I know. <laughs> Two I bears, know. one cave. <laughs> I know. Also, yeah, check out their podcast, Two Bears, One Game. <laughs> All right, Leanne, I love you. I and love let's you. reconvene next week yes. where we recap the first week of Sober October <laughs> and how it's affected the the wives the widows of sober october
1: <laughs> the weeping widows the of weeping october. god
0: damn it all so right over october so over october <laughs> all right guys thank you for listening thank you for downloading and watching us on youtube and uh we'll see you next week bye <laughs>